0: Do you believe it's possible to communicate with the other side of life? Have you ever had a spiritual experience that you couldn't explain, but it changed your perception of reality forever? Are you the kind of person who has asked questions, but failed to get the answers from mainstream religions and philosophies? If you are, you're not alone, and in this podcast we will endeavor to answer some of those questions from a very misunderstood and overlooked source. This is the Journey into Spiritualism. Blessings to one and all, and welcome to Journey into Spiritualism. I'm Paul James Caden, and in today's show we're going to be talking about the power of thought now when we talk about spiritualism one of the things that most if not all spiritualists are very familiar with and schooled in is the topic of metaphysics and when we're talking about metaphysics here we're referring to the mind sciences that talk about the power of your thoughts as a man thinks So he is, as it is written in the book of Proverbs. I think one of the big problems we have when it comes to metaphysics in the modern age is that somewhere around the latter 90s and into the new millennium, we had a lot of books come out, and and some of them were very popular on the uh, bestseller list. But they were really uh, a watered-down version of metaphysics, and it really started to focus on material gain. I remember books like *The Secret*, which were very popular, and there, there were uh, you know some truths in in this particular book, but it really came down to, I think, writing a book. That would appeal to the consumer and of course the masses would buy and how do we appeal to the consumer is tell them tell them how they can get more how they can consume more more money new cars big houses and this is really what a lot of these uh, particular books focused on there were even uh, books out that talked about the the cosmic call you know, dialing up the universe in your mind and just saying, oh, universe, I would like uh, a new house. I would like it to be white. I'd like uh, a backyard and a dog and, you know, a six-figure income and just let it go and the universe will will bring it to you. So it's almost like God in the universe in modern day metaphysics became like this shopping catalog that we browse through, and I even heard in, in uh, one of the documentaries that was done on one of these books, and I don't remember which one it was, where uh, someone referred to it that way as if you're going through a catalog and saying, oh, I want you know that spouse, I want that house, I want that car, I want that job, but that's not what metaphysics is really all about. I mean, naturally, in metaphysics, it is taught that God will supply our needs, but that doesn't mean he's going to make us rich, and that doesn't mean that he's going to give us whatever we ask for. You know, this this person is my spouse, this car, this house, this piece of property, this whatever it is. That's... That is really a watered-down, materialistic version of what the mind sciences really are. And I think it's very important to understand this, especially with
1: the world we're living in in the modern day, what's happening around us right now.
0: And the question I would like to pose in this podcast is Are things in the world getting worse just because they're getting worse?
1: Or are they getting worse because we, as people, as individuals, as a group, as a society, are
0: things getting worse? Because we're getting worse. Because our thinking is so out of alignment and so out of balance with the divine laws of love
1: that everything around us is just starting to fall apart. Because that is a teaching
0: of metaphysics what you think you become,
1: what you think your environment becomes. And we can all relate to that on
0: a small scale because there's someone that all of us know or have known in our lives where we say, gee, you know, I don't really like to go to so-and-so's house or I don't like to go to that place. It's so negative. It's so heavy. And the people there or over at so-and-so's house They're just so toxic and heavy with what they talk about all of the time. And they always seem to have some kind of tragedy in the family, in the workplace, wherever it is. And we just feel like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to expose myself to that very mentally and spiritually poison environment. Because things always do seem to go wrong People are always fighting There's always stress There's always focusing on these very heavy, mundane, toxic subjects There's never a break from what's wrong in the world Or what's wrong with other people And these people are always sick or There's always disasters Things are always happening So if we can see that on a small scale, and I'm sure most of us can, we've all had that experience where there's someone or some place, we just don't want to be around because we know something is wrong. And we don't want that something wrong, as as some people say, jumping on us. And so if, if you extrapolate that outward into the world in which we live, planet Earth, the home of humanity, if so many of us are being greedy, if so many of us
1: are being hateful and decisive or against other people for whatever reason, if we're selfish and we just want what we want, well, how is all of that thought energy going to? going
0: to affect the world around us might it affect
1: the environment might it affect the way other people think because it's like lighting a candle or if you will
0: negative and toxic thoughts can be like passing a virus and most people their spiritual immune system Just isn't that high So when they get around enough people who are always Toxic and negative and hateful And inflammatory Sooner or later they will pick up that narrative Because to them That kind of personality seems strong The kind of person that's always Whether it's literally or figuratively Pounding their fist on the table saying and it's this and it's this and these are the people that it's that's wrong And these are the people that it's right. and This is what we need to do. A lot of people look at personalities like that as a leader figure and If they weren't that kind of person before they'll start falling in line with the attitude of that leader figure So in metaphysics, you know, we're also taught that these kinds of things, especially in the collective mind, whether that collective mind is the home, the workplace,
1: the neighborhood, the country, the world, those negative thoughts can be contagious. And people will just receive them into their consciousness and then they start adding to that collective energy and that kind of goes with
0: I believe anyway uh, with my study on prophecy over the years how the the early Christians the the Native American Indians
1: the uh, the Muslims, the Islamic community, a lot of them taught that prophecy was conditional and that we can either accelerate the way
0: things are happening or slow it down or avoid it altogether. And now many of you have probably heard me say that before on this show and other shows. But it's interesting to think about that because what it, what is that really saying to us by what we say, what we think, what we do will either push us towards something that can be catastrophic,
1: or change our course and take us towards something that is very peaceful. The
0: responsibility. Is on us. God is not waiting around to put some kind of you know bad times upon us because his calendar is set and once once we reach a certain day of a certain year of a certain time, boom, it's gonna be judgment time and you're all doomed. No, that's that's not how it works. And in metaphysics, that's not how it works. It depends upon us. And what we do with what we have been given. And so it's very important right now with all of this
1: negative and toxic thought energy that's out there. We
0: really have to start taking our spiritual vitamins. We have to boost the spiritual immune system. So we don't catch these thoughts because how many people everybody and i used to say on my spirit side show which was my uh, my my former podcast i used to say it seems like the whole world is in a cult because everybody is acting the same way saying the same thing all of these uh, whether they're conspiracies or crazy religious ideas or Hating certain people because of the color of their skin or what country they came from You know, everybody's got this narrative and it's the same narrative It's almost like, you know, we're, as I said, like the world is in one big gigantic cult And everybody's picking up on that cultic lingo Now I don't know how many of you have ever actually um, been exposed to a cult or sat in on one of their meetings. Uh, I did in my past just out of curiosity. I wasn't looking to join a cult, but I've studied many different religions in my day and I'm not going to name names, but I went to uh, several meetings of a couple of groups who uh, are known cults. And that's the thing that was amazing to me is that everybody dressed pretty much the same. They all spoke with the same tone and cadence in their voice. They all said the same things when it came to talking about God or life or their religion or their philosophy. They all had these pat phrases that they all just said without even thinking. It was like ingrained in them because that's what cults do. You know, if they if they ask you a, your response is b. If they answer c, then you answer d. And if you get to a place where you run out of programmed answers, you walk away. And cults teach people to do that because, uh, you know, they don't want anybody exposing. The very weak or poor or dangerous doctrines of the cult So they're taught if if somebody backs you into a corner Where you don't have that pat answer They're not accepting what you're saying Shut them down and walk away Don't engage with that person Don't ever go back to their house Don't ever have them back to the place of meeting And you look at how things are in the world right now That's how many people are Everybody has these particular things that they say about what's happening in the world over and over and over and over. And if you question them and they run out of things on that list that they're supposed to say or heard other people say, well, that's when they become angry, they become violent, or they just walk away in a huff. Because they they have that mentality. I can't hear that what I'm saying, what I'm thinking, and what
1: I'm doing is incorrect. And that's a very dangerous place to be in. So we really have to start building up the
0: spiritual immunity. So we don't catch... The mental and spiritual virus that's so prevalent in our world today. And how do we do this? Well, one of the ways we can do it is, of course, be a little bit more of a critical thinker, study both sides of the argument, just don't pick one and decide they're right, and never look at anything else, because then we're just brainwashing ourselves. But number two, in metaphysics, We're supposed to focus on the presence of God that fills the universe, fills this world, fills us. In metaphysics, there's this saying where we say, you know, right where I am, God is. And God is love, God is peace, God meets all of my needs, God is healing, God is compassionate. And we really start, in a nutshell, to think about, meditate, and contemplate all of the ways in which the Divine Spirit is greater than and far, far above all of the nonsense that we clamor about in this physical world. Because then you start to raise your consciousness above all of this. Where there is hate, you know the answer is love.
1: Where there is poverty, you know the answer is just compassion and generosity. If
0: we all just did the right thing, with all of the wealth in this world, no one should be going hungry. No one should be sleeping on a park bench or in a cardboard box at night
1: you begin to realize that we are all here for a reason
0: and that reason is not to see how much money we can make or how famous we can become or how political we can be all of these things that people fight over and are are just going at one another's throats about,
1: we begin to realize that's not what we're here for. And I'm going to try to bring
0: positive energy, positive thought to this situation at hand. But if I can't, because everyone has free will, you can't force it upon them. If I can't, at least I can have it in my life in my environment. I can have the peace of God. I can have the love of God. I can know that God is greater than anything that I will ever face in this world. I know that my purpose in this life is to purify and grow my soul within me so that
1: I can make my journey back home to God. And what's more important than that
0: for the mere handful of years that we will live upon this earth, even if we live to be 80, 90 years old? Time goes so quickly.
1: And what is all of this really worth in the end? And see, if uh, if enough of us Start nurturing our
0: thoughts that way Thinking higher Thinking about God And not the God that's in my image That I'm creating Because folks, that's a big, big problem we have In this world for a number of years now To the white man, God is white To the black man, God is black To the Republican, God is a Republican the person who hates this particular group, well, God hates that group too. In fact, he commands us to hate them and he wants us to hurt or kill or eliminate them or enslave them. We have all these foolish notions. And if that's the God we set up in our minds to contemplate, we're polluting our own souls. We're polluting our own thought process. It's like running poison air through an air ventilation system in a home. If you pump it full of poisonous gas and toxins, then that's what's going to be spread out through the whole home. And so if we put this stuff in our minds, it will circulate throughout our entire soul, our body, our environment, and it will add a very dark energy not only to our personal
1: lives, but to the environment as well. So one of the things we really have
0: to do is hit the brakes and really start getting our concept of God and realizing God is not like us. He is and that he is, you know, God just does not love. God is love god is first cause
1: god is just not peace he is peace god is just not health he is healing personified and he can
0: heal physical bodies he can heal circumstances he can heal the planet
1: god is so much more than what we have been taught that he is
0: and we have to see the divine spirit that way in order to, ri- to raise our consciousness above the things of this world.
1: Because if our God is involved in the things of this world, if we think our God is sitting there
0: in, say, the White House here in the United States going, oh yeah, you know, this is where it's all at. Based on who you vote for is how pleased I'm going to be with you, uh, and how pleased I'm going to be with this nation. And if you don't vote for and practically worship this particular candidate or or president, well, you know, then you're on the outs with me. If that's where our God is setting, just as as an example, then our consciousness will raise no higher. Than the White House Or that man or that woman Or that party in the White House And I use that as an example and, and and probably a lot Because I think it's a very Timely example to use For many different things When we're talking about spirituality Spiritism, spiritualism, metaphysics Because
1: that's where a lot of people's focus is really at these days it's on the politics
0: and the politicians and we see a lot of people who are supposed to be religious who are supposed to believe in god who are supposed to be followers of christ and they're out there making making a complete and total mess out of everything adding to The collective consciousness That is expanding a great big toxic poisonous cloud Over our entire world So if that's where your mind is Your consciousness will not rise any higher Than the White House or that politician Or that man or that woman or that Whatever it is. And that just doesn't go for politics. That's anything on this earth that we're putting all of our thoughts and all of our passion and love and hatred and anger into. If that's where all of our energy and thought goes, that's where our consciousness will stay. And it will be impossible. To rise above all of that and say, what am I doing? What am I doing? God is not in that mess. God is not in that thing. It might be something that can be used for good or evil and we need to change it. But I need to stop making it a God or a point of worship in my life. Or a a point of adoration where I focus on nothing else But, see, we have to start getting our thoughts going in the right direction, rising above all of this. Because in the mind sciences, in mind metaphysics, when we start raising our consciousness higher to meet God where he is as best we can, that God is perfect, God is all love, God is all peace, God loves us all. There is no power in the universe except God. There is no permeating presence in the universe but God. God is all in all. And once we start to realize that and know that and start living our lives in concert with that, the healing becomes easy because the error and the problems just start to drop away because they start dropping away from us, our consciousness, our attitude, our way of thinking, our way of doing. And then everything kind of just self-corrects because everything else starts flowing in that direction, rising up to meet God where he is, instead of trying to drag him down
1: to where we are. And that's an important illustration to know and to think about. Because many people think they can bring down the
0: divine spirit and put God on their level, but it's impossible to do that, and God will not do that. You know, God is not hovering over a football stadium, picking who's going to win the the uh, the game. God doesn't have a favorite team in the Super Bowl, even though many people— Believe he does. They they kneel. They pray. Oh please let my team win. Oh please let us win. Oh God bless us on the field today. Now there's nothing wrong with that. You know, asking for God's blessing when you play, but God's not handpicking who's gonna win that game. We have to stop bringing God down to this very superficial
1: level that we've put him into. Our thoughts, will, our thoughts will raise or rise
0: no higher than our concept of God. And until we start seeing God as bigger than all of this, bigger than all of the nonsense that we feel is important. Because see, doesn't that cause division? If I believe God told me that I should have red curtains here in my office, And then I start seeing all of my neighbors, all of my people, you know, around me. Well, they don't have red curtains. God told me to have red curtains, so God must like red. And red's always been my favorite color or one of my favorite colors. So everybody should have red curtains. So now I start having a problem somehow with everybody that doesn't have red curtains. Oh, did you see so-and-so? Oh, they don't have red curtains in their house. He doesn't have red curtains in his den or his office. something or something's wrong there. I think that's a sign. I think that's a sign that there's something wrong or evil about the people that don't have the red curtains. And so it becomes a thing where something that
1: I like or something that I stand for I start to believe that God stands for it too. And little by little,
0: I'm against or there's something wrong with everybody else that doesn't have that same ideology. And again, we go back, that's a cult mentality. We all need to be the same. Dress the same, look the same, talk the same, wear the same kind of clothes, have the same kind of religion believe in the same denomination of church, whatever it might be. That's cultic. Everybody conform because that's what God wants. We have to get out of that nonsense and realize God is far above all of that.
1: And the only thing he wants us to do is live by the law of love. The golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love your neighbor as yourself. And of course, love God. And keep
0: everything that you do in accordance with those very simple things.
1: And you will see life change almost overnight. I would suggest to anyone who really wants to
0: delve into old school metaphysics before everything got watered down in the modern era. Maybe go on Amazon and it's also in a lot of the ebook places wherever you get your e your, your ebooks by an author who's an old metaphysician metaphys- by the name of Emmett Fox. That is E-M-M-E-T-F-O-X, Emmett Fox. And by the book, Around the Year with Emmett Fox, it's a daily devotion. It has a short reading every day of the year, and it has just a lot of metaphysical thoughts each day that he talks about. And start practicing those things. Start thinking about those things. You don't need to go out and buy a thousand and one books, just one good book that starts your thinking in the right direction to show you how to contemplate the presence of God, how to contemplate the love of God, how to raise your consciousness to meet God where he is. You just need that little nudge in the right direction. You don't need to go buy a whole library. So, if you're interested, I I would suggest buying that book, read the daily reading, and just let it start transforming your thoughts, transforming your mind, the way you think, the way you relate to God,
1: the way you relate to other people. And you will see some wonderful things happen in your life.
0: And hopefully, little by little, we can. Spread those kind of thoughts into the collective consciousness and see the world change, to see the world get back to common sense and peace and decency. But if everyone else wants to run in that negative flow,
1: at least you have your house in order. You're doing the right thing. You are like Enoch in the Bible, you know, you you walked with God. And one day you will leave this place and go to a
0: higher plane. And this is all very important stuff to, to think about. Because now when we're talking about spiritualism, hearing the voice of God, hearing the voice of our angels, hearing the voice of our loved ones, what past any of the good spirits who dwell in the heavenly light, how do we
1: expect to hear those higher voices if we don't even know who we're listening
0: for or what direction we're listening in? How can we hear from heaven when our ear, when our attention, when all we hear or want to
1: hear, is what's coming out of politics? or some race, uh, some racial hate group? How can we hear the higher
0: thoughts of God when all we want to focus on is doomsday conspiracy theories? Now, a lot of people may want to step back and say, oh, I am hearing from God because he showed me or he told brother, and s- brother or sister so-and-so, and I... Uh, watch their channel on YouTube, or I heard their podcast, or I saw them wherever I saw them. And boy, that made sense. Boy, that's God
1: speaking. Mm, you might want to reconsider. Because if something's going to happen on a massive scale, the
0: place where you want to get your information is from the higher thoughts and voice of God Because how many of these Self-proclaimed prophets And doomsday sayers And
1: conspiracy theorists Prophets Have been wrong And they'll be wrong again On many things So you don't want to get Caught up in that
0: Mania as I call it And so how are you going to hear the true voice of
1: heaven if your ear is always attuned to all the noise that's going on in the earth? Because I'll tell you, just to be honest, a lot of what's happening on the earth right now,
0: people that are saying, oh, this is going to happen, and that's going to happen, and oh my God, this is the end, it could be, it very well could be, if we don't change our course. We
1: could go into what is called in the Bible the end times. But a lot of what's going on on the in the earth right now,
0: and what we're hearing, and people saying, oh, God showed me in a dream, God told me. Or, you know, oh, I hear the Father speaking, and this is what he's showing me that's going to unfold very soon in the world. These are just people that are bringing God down
1: to their level, making God say what they believe. And see, there's a difference. So learn to listen, learn to hear, learn to.
0: Ponder and contemplate and raise your consciousness above all of this clamor in this world. It's the best thing that any of us can do for ourselves. And it will act as a certain protection and guard against a lot of the calamity that is happening and is likely
1: to happen because of what so many people are doing. You know, that verse in the Bible that says, Come out of her, are my people. I think
0: that can apply to a lot of things in this world. And I think what's happening right now
1: is one of them. So get your heart right. Get your thinking straight. Learn to contemplate God for who God and what God truly is, not what people are making him out to be. I
0: hope this was helpful to you today. I thank you for listening as always. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, love
1: one another, and I'll see you next time here on The Journey.